Welcome to the LDS Divorce Coach Podcast. I take the sting out of divorce. This is your host, Emily Sanchez. Hey people, how are you doing? I hope fantastic. I want to fill you in on a little secret. So, I just deleted half of my notes for this podcast. Isn't that exciting? And here's why it's exciting, because sometimes I like to go extemporaneous. <laughs> I'm not going to go back and do it. I, I feel like I don't have time and I just don't want to. So yay for you to hear me see what comes out from the seat of my pants, I guess. But I am so passionate about this subject that I'm really excited. So I don't think losing notes will be that big of a devastation, and I hope that it will make sense. <laughs> As always, I get going on these podcasts, and sometimes when I'm editing them, I think, oh my gosh, am I even making sense? So I hope you guys are liking them. I hope that they are helping. I hope... I truly, truly just want to help. And I feel like with today's subject, it can because I love hearing about it and I love doing. <laughs> and that's the subject. It is the do is so much more important than the how. Now I like that because I don't know how to do like a lot of things. I just go and do them. But I've learned that from my boy, Tony Robbins. You know, you hear me talking about Tony Robbins all the time, but I love him. I feel like when I started listening to him that that was my voice. I felt like we were so similar. And so he says this a lot, especially with his business coaching. And don't worry about the how, just it will take care of itself. Just go and do. And then lately I've been listening to a lot of Gary Vaynerchuk and I feel like he is so inspiring, especially of course on the business circuit. And recently he just said the same thing. He was in a big conference and he just said, if you're noticing, I'm not going into a lot of detail about the execution because you can just go and Google it. You know, everything, we live in this world where information is everywhere. It's like almost too much. But this idea of the do and, and how it's so much more important than the how came to me the other day when I was in the pool. So I'm like close to nine months pregnant and swimming helps me so much, you guys. So I was just swimming my laps and I was doing the backstroke and I noticed, hey, nobody ever taught me how to do the backstroke. I never learned how to do, you know, the proper form on all the strokes. But then I realized, hey, I was still making it back and forth. I was still swimming pretty fast. And it was still working out. You know, I, I was doing it. So why is the do so much more crucial than the how? Because so much time can be wasted on how. We can literally talk ourselves out of it. We can be like, no, but I don't know how. And then you start researching and you're like this and that and that. And our brains want to find and solve every problem. And so when the brain starts analyzing and comparing what others have done before, it makes it extremely difficult to execute, right? The how can actually be figured out as you go along. It's true. So like I said, it is the information age. We can Google it, son. I don't know why I put son on the end of it. I just, I did. 
So anyway, but we can Google it. There are YouTube tutorials for everything. I was trying to put the closet door back on in my kids' room, and I was YouTubing a tutorial on it. I've said this before in a podcast, how when my TV remotes go out, I do a YouTube tutorial. I mean, this is just tip of the iceberg. It's for everything. If you want to learn to bake cakes and be a cake decorator, boom. If you want to be a makeup artist, boom. If you want to, anything, anything you want to learn. If you want to learn how to be a better parent, there it is. And the other thing is someone has probably already done it. You know, what what you're thinking of doing or what's maybe holding you back. Somebody probably has already done it. So you could go and ask them or go and find out how they did it. Copy it and do it better. So true learning, and it really does come within the doing. Because as we just go and do, it figures itself out because we start failing a little bit. Maybe this didn't work. That didn't work. Maybe you're launching a new business. That's when you can find out. It's in the doing, whether or not it works. Now, we see this a lot in, you know, if you're a member of the Church of Jesus Christ, there are missionaries. If you're not, you see the the kids out there riding bikes with the name tags. Now, the interesting thing is they basically are just dropped off in foreign lands for two years and basically, you know, shoved out the door. Okay, learn the language. Now there is a tiny bit of a training, but that, come on, folks, that does nothing. So they're basically just dropped off in the middle of the Ukraine or the middle of Bolivia, and they have to learn the language. And they really have no idea what's being said. So what do they start doing? They start repeating. And the more speaking or doing, the better. The more, you know, the how takes care of itself. So it's in the doing. It's in the repeating. It's in just the emotions and the mechanics. So let's talk do, people. We no longer want to be paralyzed in our tracks of wanting to know how. Confusion and not really knowing our next step a lot of times can be self-indulgent. It can be a, a area where we stay and are complacent, so no doing happens. We can even say to ourselves, well, I'm confused, or I don't know quite how. I, I, I'm not getting all of this thoroughly, so I'm going to keep researching. I'm going to keep researching and researching, and then years go by. You look back, and you're like, oh, well, I didn't do what I was really wanting to do. So how can we? Here's that how. But are what, what are some concepts that can help us get straight to doing? What can help you get straight to the execution? I've got four of them. So number one, it's got to be a must for you. It cannot be a should. Let's think, what is it that you want to do? It could be anything, but we have to push it into the must category. In order to do that, that means that the benefits of doing it outweigh the cost. Or conversely, not doing it will cause you so much pain, you've just had enough and you must do it. So examples are... Now, here's kind of a sad example that I saw recently. There's a mother who's freshly divorced, and she said when her kids are gone that it causes her, you know, when her ex has parenting time with the kids, 
and they're gone, and she's trying to get used to them being gone for a full week, all she knows how to do is to take mind-numbing pills that make her go to sleep. Now, of course, that's a terrible position to be in, but it's a real feeling. It's a real, you know, this person is devastated. But obviously, not doing what she knows she should do is causing so much pain that it's going to push her to the limits of, okay, <laughs> I'm either going to be asleep for the rest of my life or not. I've got to do something about it. So that's one thing. Um, there could be a change of career where the benefits of doing it outweigh the cost. You're just, you don't like it either, but you know that you want to be happy and that even if being happy means less money, you're willing to sacrifice and do it. Or you are just sick and tired of feeling crappy about anything. <laughs> like what if you want to lose weight? What if you um, are a smoker and your doctor tells you you're, you're going to die unless you stop smoking? So you have to have like this leverage to push it into the must. Or maybe it's just wanting to try a new hobby you've never done before. Maybe you want to build a table. Maybe you want to refinish furniture and kind of go into carpentry. So you've got to get yourself in a place where you realize that by doing it, you'll feel better. You'll feel great. You'll feel better than ever. You'll feel accomplished. Whatever it is, you'll be proud of yourself. You have to make this vision so compelling that it becomes, it becomes part of all your thoughts. And you think about it before you go to bed. You set your shoes out, you know, if, if you're wanting to lose weight. You know that you're going to because you make it a habit. And, and this excitement of doing it is so high that you become unstoppable. So that's where we got to put it. we got to think and list. If it helps you to list out the advantages and the benefits over, you know, the feelings or maybe just like I said, the, the adverse side of it, where we feel so crappy, we've got to do something. So list it out and see where the leverage is and make it a must. Okay, on to number two. You've got to believe in yourself. That's right. If that guy over there can do it, then I can, right? Okay, go with me for a minute. Have you ever been at the finish line of a marathon? I have, and guess what? My first time, at it was actually even a half marathon, but that's long enough. 13 miles is long enough, trust me. But I was there cheering on my sister, and I was shocked. Why was I shocked? I was shocked at all the different shapes and sizes of people that I saw cross that finish line. And I thought to myself, if they can do it, I definitely can do it. Why? because you are a human. We all are a human. Yes, we have different inherent abilities, but we all have brains, legs, arms, etc. And if you want to go farther with this, you've seen those humans who don't have all their legs or arms or they're blind or whatever, and they still do amazing, awe-inspiring things that we think we could never do. So they've set their excuses and seemingly inability aside and they do it. So can you. So how do they do it? 
people that seem to have those limitations that we're all inspired by because they believe in themselves. Their will is stronger than outside forces telling them that they can't do it. So our belief has to come. I mean, the, the odds that we were born in this time, the odds that we are even human, you know, if you think about, we could have been a tree. We could have been a, I don't know, a blade of grass. I don't know. We are just so lucky and have this opportunity to live where we live and to be human beings. And just by that sheer fact that we are human and we have seen others do it means we too are capable. We just have to believe in ourselves. All right, on to number three, humility. Humility. Sometimes we need to let go of our pride to put us in a state where we can try new things and be open to advice and be okay with failing. A lot of times we don't think that when we say, no, I can't do that. I'm not as good as that person. I could never do that. We don't, we don't think that that is a form of pride, but it kind of is. It's that stubbornness that we need to let go of. As we fail, that's the how of it. It's how we learn while we're doing. But it's interesting that some of us just can't handle that failing. They're so afraid of failing. They don't want to look bad. They feel like they need to know everything beforehand because they don't want to be put in that vulnerable state. That's all hooey. We know that vulnerability is power. If you've ever heard of Brene Brown, she's amazing. And she talks about vulnerability a lot and how powerful that is actually strong. And when we're vulnerable, man, we really can try things and we can set all, all those other things aside. My husband is actually a really good example of putting aside his pride when it's time to do something or to go and do. Uh, when he started up his business, he's an immigration attorney. He just went for it. Man, you should have seen him. I, I was like, wait a second. What do you need? Don't you need everything to be in place? And the insurance ride and the setup and the LLC just perfect. And I really was wanting, you know, him to dot his I's and cross his T's, so to speak. Make sure the taxes were, like, perfect. And he's like, um, if it's not perfect, they'll let us know. And that's really true with taxes, I'll tell you that. But but I love that. He just kept saying, oh, if it's not perfect, somebody will let me know. And he went to sources. He went to people um, that he could trust. And he went on their knowledge. And he found out. And he just did his own thing. And it's great. I mean, I'm just so proud of how he goes. He just, when he needs to go and do something, you should see it. He goes so big and it's just done. He never worries about the how. He just goes in full force. And I love that example. So that was number three, having humility so that we can kind of let down our walls and be okay to fail. That's all right. That's how we learn. Okay. And my last one is for time. Time. So how much time do we have on earth, right? And especially today's age, if you're wanting to go and do something, maybe it's this business idea or, or whatever, watch out because somebody will have that idea and beat you to it. 
<laughs> I always feel like, don't you see things? And you're like, wait, I think I had that idea back in 2010 or whatever. And you're like, well, you didn't do anything about it. But that's one concept of the time. But the other concept is just, we've heard of deathbed regrets. Now, the awesome thing about deathbed regrets and what usually is spoken about is you never hear someone say, man, I really wish I would have spent more time on my business. I wish I would have spent less time with my family, more on my business and this and that. No, we don't hear that side. We hear, I wish I would have. I wish I would have said, I love you to this person. I wish I would have cleared up that relationship. I wish I would have executed an idea that I, that I knew was great. And I just didn't believe in myself or whatever. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking more about the relationship side. I'm talking about the expanding ourselves side of it. The things that we would regret. So that's all I got. I just feel really strongly about this. That so much time is spent on the how. We have the how in front of us. We have the how everywhere. Now, of course, I'm not referring to, I mean, there's very specific things that you need to know the hows. Like you can't just sign up to be a doctor or a nurse tomorrow. Come on, that's not what I'm talking about. But you guys know what I'm saying. The things that you know you need to do, the things that will make you a better parent, the things that matter, the things that will help you grow as a person and uncover who you truly are, Go out and do them. Don't worry about how. Just go and try something new. It's an adventure and it's so fun. And then you'll learn the how by doing it. Okay, I hope everyone has a wonderful day, weekend, night, morning, whatever you're doing. Know that I'm thinking about you and hoping that I'm helping you. If you have any questions, email me at coachemilysanchez at gmail.com. Okay, make it what you want. Bye. Thank you so much for listening today. Come on over and visit me at CoachEmilySanchez.com. Don't forget to subscribe. And as always, make it a great day.